my joy is her joy, is his joy, and our joy to share. So here we are, season three, our kickoff episode of Woo Woo in the Real World. My goodness. Um, so it's been, what, a year plus, right? A year and a month yeah. since yeah. we embarked on this journey together. Yeah, crazy. We're in season three already, mm-hmm. which is just so incredible. We had a nice little break between season two and season three, and so much has been happening. So much has been happening. So first, just um, the fun stuff, right? So when this episode launches and this new season launches, we are also launching a new website and a whole host of other things that we're going to talk about as well. Yes, it's been very exciting. That's been one of the really fun things, I think, about this break between seasons, is I think that you and I got a lot of clarity and we got a lot of focus And a lot more trust about where we want to go and what we want to talk about and what we want to do and what we're willing to put out into the world and how we're willing to be more vulnerable in what we're offering. Um, So I'm excited about that. I was just, as you know, because Tammy and I were talking before we hit record, we've been like working (laughs) feverishly on our website um, and getting everything organized. And it's been a real exciting and fun time, I think. It truly, truly has. Um, Just to kind of think about and recap a little bit, uh, last season when we went on this journey around rituals um, and the elements, right? And and those kinds of conversations that we had in those episodes and with those guests were very much focused on, you know, little tips or tricks or rituals that we had been trying or others have been trying or really pulling in, healers and practitioners and friends to kind of talk about their own journey with rituals. And I think what was exciting for me, and we were talking about this too, a little bit together was those types of stories that emerged around each person's personal journey um, is something that we really said, Hey, let's delve into that even more in season three. And that's what we're going to do, right? It's, uh, you know, not just about where we are in, our each uh, each other's journeys, right? But um, really stepping into some more personal conversations with others. And you use the phrase so beautifully, which is coaxing your soul, which I love so much, right? Yeah, yeah. We've talked about it as, you know, listening to those whispers. Um, but how, how at what point um, along the way have we either listened or shunned those little whispers, right? Yeah. And in the, in those moments of listening to those little whispers, what's happened, what's changed, or what's that deeper knowing, that bigger calling, that greater truth, right? Like fill in the blank for whatever it means um, for you. And so that's why I'm so excited about our guest lineup and some of these conversations, um, because that's the kind of stuff that we're going to, we will be digging into. How, how did, how did you embody it once you knew that there was something shifting or changing or your heart or your soul was saying, hello, (laughs) don't forget about me. Remember who you are. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm so excited to have those conversations because I think that's really where we find our, our, our common humanity, because it doesn't matter really the modality of what you're doing, right? So I might be embodying my soul's calling through music or through writing or through whatever it might be. That's not going to be somebody else's journey, but the contours of how I get there and the story behind what it felt like, the courage it took to take steps, uh, the fear that you have, how you overcome it, how you find your community, those types of conversations are so universal. And when we talk to people, I know when we have events and everybody comes up at the end and they want to share their story, right? When something happens, like they had an experience where they were traveling and they had all these different woo-woo experiences happening and they mm -hmm. love to come up to us and tell us all about them. And I love hearing about them. And then it's always kind of like a little lament at the end about, I wish there were more places that we could talk about this. I wish there were more places we could hear other stories like this um, to do what, you know, what you just said about really normalizing it. Because I think, I, I know for me, the conditioning I had younger growing up really squashed down my inner knowing of spirit. It was, I was always told to kind of trust external things, external um, authority figures or religions or experts or even gurus. I think people can sometimes fall in that trap. Mm -hmm. And what I have loved so much is the, all the healers we've ever talked to all say the same thing, which is I'm not the one healing you. You're the one healing you. I'm just here to help like move some junk out of the way so That's that you right. can access that. Mm -hmm. And so I just think to the extent that we can help people either through our stories, through people we bring on who are facilitators of healing that might um, open a door or a pathway to someone or a suggestion for someone to try out a ritual or a practice or to go see a healer. I think it all helps. And I just think talking more about it, hearing everybody's stories um, it's, it's just helpful. I know that's what helped me. It really helped me on my path was to hear other people's stories about yeah. how in the world did they do this? How did you do it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely so inspiring. Um, you know, just thinking about, um, as you mentioned, the different events that, that we've been at and the conversations that sort of happen outside or around the moments, right? Um, mm -hmm. I think that's something where, for me, we it's that moment of realization of like, oh, you've been through that too, right? Mm -hmm. Because we all encounter different people in our lives, um, <clears throat> outside of our own friends or family, in different types of social situations or as part of our community. And we already have an idea about that person, right? Or mm -hmm. we or we think we know, or, you know, or there could be some people where you're like, oh, I'd like to get to know that person, right? And um, what has been striking is when you go into these deeper conversations around the topics of, um, just personal growth or spiritual development or experiences that may have happened to you. And I'm sharing experiences that may have happened to me. There's something deeper that happens, the deeper connection, but also this kind of very comforting experience where we're learning about each other and we're inspiring each other and we're supporting and helping each other. And sometimes um, what I've noticed is those experiences have been not only really joyful and rewarding, 
Um, but they just kind of spark something, something different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, in one of the group things that I participated actually, well, you know, led, um, last week, some of the feedback, you know, after that was, oh my gosh, you got so vulnerable in your sharing that it made me so inspired. Um, that's, I didn't know I was looking for that. Right. I didn't know. And again, it's that call it gut instinct, right? Or <clears throat> something kind of pulling inside, like, why would you sign up for a meditation class? Or why would you come to one of our woo-woo events? Or mm-hmm. we have a bunch of people coming on uh, to an event uh, on Wednesday of this week. Um, you know, why are they signing up for a woo-woo sound journey? <laughs> yeah. Right? And um, when people follow those, those hunches or those whispers or those, you know, whatever it is, those little spiritual breadcrumbs. Um, there's something really cool that happens in those experiences, the energy of it, the support of it, the grounding of it, the kind of reset, or just the like, Hey, there's somebody else who's going through what I'm going through, or they went through it. And now they're on the other side. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And to that point about what you did, because I was on that um, event that you did last week, (laughs) and it was a just for our listeners, so we can kind of bring them all up to speed. Tammy did a beautiful online guided meditation um, for the new year. And it was an hour long, it was gorgeous. And it was wonderful. It was virtual. So not in person, but it was Mm -hmm. really great. I mean, I did some really good journaling. And it was a powerful, powerful event. And that was like a virtual community. But this is a good segue into this season and some of the things we're going to be asking our guests, because a lot has happened since our last episode, where I think our recap of season two, I think we were saying over and over again, I just don't know. I I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You were in major transition with your store from Pound Ridge into I don't know land. Um, I think one of my favorite episodes was when we were talking, I don't even remember which one it was, but we were talking about um, letting the universe blow your mind. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. I love that clip. It's on our Instagram. Yes. yes. And you mm-hmm. were like, I'm ready for it to just blow my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it kind of has, I mean, maybe I'm speaking, I don't want to speak for you, but you can say whatever you want. I think it you has. I think <laughs> I think you called it in. And I just so there's a lot of amazing stuff going on. And just some of the ways that we're going to move through these episodes this season is that we have some um guiding questions that we're kind of organizing our conversations around. And we thought today we would go through them with each other to kind of level set with everyone and say, like, hey, what's been going on since we last spoke to you in 2023 with season two? Um, And the first thing is that we really want to talk to people about and ask them is, you know, what does your soul's embodied action look like these days? Because the reality is it's going to change. So what's coming through Tammy McCarthy these days? You know, such a great question. And you're right. It does change. You know, it's like, I have to say like, shaking off the cobwebs of, you know, trying to have this conversation on Zoom, right? It's like, (laughs) oh, we're back in the podcast world. So now that I've like shaken those cobwebs off, um, you know, when you said 
we broke from season two and sort of wrapped it all up. And then it was like, well, we just don't know. We just don't know, right? But we know that we were going to navigate around stuff, right? Because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. Life just doesn't stand still. Um, And so sitting here today, um, I really decided for me to embody kind of a lot of what I was going through in 2023 was to finally just embrace for myself. Um, you know, I've always loved holding space and bringing people together and creating experiences. And so what that looked like in my life previously, it was all very um, just sort of public driven, right? Having community events um, most recently, right? Or in my career career of being um, a public relations agency owner with lots of different clients, I was really exercising all of that stuff that I was really passionate about um, to make a living, which was, you know, campaigns and helping brands and companies develop their voice and then creating this sort of outward facing you know, show of sorts, right? For those brands mm-hmm. or people to engage and interact in the world to drive outcomes, right? And so a lot of the work that I've been doing is while that was financially fulfilling, it was not creatively fulfilling or it wasn't fulfilling my soul for a really, really long time. And I knew those whispers that were happening of like, there's something more, there's something more. What is it? It was so scary. Um, And it continued to be as I was sort of untangling myself from that career and embracing myself as a creative, creative and an artist and, you know, all of these things that I was passionate about from a skills standpoint. Well, what does Mm -hmm. that mean for my soul or my art or I'm just going to go down this path and and see what that's like, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's been a lot of years. And, um, and so where I sit today is, okay, I understand how all these parts of me were so important at that time, and they served a purpose at that time. But I think I now know exactly how all these parts fit together. Mm. Right. And so holding space for women looks like taking them through not only what my journey was like and the lessons that I've learned, but also how I could help support other women go through their journey, right? Which is why these guided meditation groups, these events, um, our woo-woo in the real world podcast, and all of the things that we have planned coming up uh, for season three and beyond, I'm really leaning into those things. I'm really Mm -hmm. saying yes to those things, right? And experiencing the flow and the alignment and really observing how my body feels when I do those things. Ooh, I like that. And so that's what's happening currently. (laughs) So wait, so go back real quick. So how does your body feel? I like that. And I've been working on embodiment for the last like couple months in a big Mm -hmm. way with my therapist. And so I'm curious, like how how would you describe how your body feels when you're doing those things? So when I'm doing those things, I feel totally 
um, you know, depending on who you talk to as well, like if you worked with a coach or a guru or a therapist or any type of person, you know, sometimes it's described as being in the flow state, or sometimes mm -hmm. it's described as being in your, your um, zone of genius, right? Mm -hmm. Or I've heard, um, what's, what's her name? Uh, Elizabeth Gilbert. Um, yes. She's got a phrase that's like totally escaping my brain right now. But um, the, the thing is that you just sort of, you disappear into, yeah. you know, all time and space disappears. You're just sort of in it. You're fully present. You're fully experiencing it. And afterwards, you know, it's, it's just a like, wow, right? Your mm -hmm. body feels so good, so joyful. Nothing mm -hmm. was forced. Nothing was, this is this organic, energetic exchange, right? Of total expansion, not constriction, not like, yeah. right? Now, there will be butterflies, there will be nerves, there will be all sorts of things that happen. Um, but what I'm experiencing now is just lean into it, trust it. And, um, and so it just feels good. It feels yeah. right. It feels right. It feels, um, yeah, much like performing on a stage, which is also something that I love to do. And I'll be getting back to as well. So, yeah, mm -hmm. so good. It's reminding me of, so last week, um, and I have to, I'm going to toot Tammy's horn a little bit because she didn't press hard enough on it for herself just now. So she, you have opened a soulful lounge in Bedford Village, which is this amazing, zen, beautiful reset oasis where people can go in and you do guided meditations there and you're offering all kinds of things. So people should definitely check that out. That goes to your whole um, gift really in holding space, like you were just saying, holding space yeah. and doing all of that. And so Tammy held a guided meditation we kind of already talked about on Zoom last week. In addition to the in-person ones. And you said during that guided meditation, you you called on something that Danielle Laporte says sometimes. That's about, right. Think about how you want sun. to feel. That's right. right? Yeah. Yep. The sun's getting you there. I know. I got to keep shifting <laughs> around here. I yeah. listen to the real world. <laughs> it's the real world. On <laughs> audio, it's fine. But for video, my son is shifting yeah. around in this room. Yes. I know. You're probably sweating. <laughs> You know, it's, a, it's actually okay. Yeah. That's um, but that's true. Uh, when yeah. you are either manifesting or thinking about, should I do this? Should I do that? Right. And it doesn't even have to be about manifesting. It could be about decisions or whatever yes. it is. Right. Um, you know, and it's also that just don't know. It's like, well, okay. One way to work through that is how do I want to feel? That was something, mm -hmm. you know, when I heard that and I learned that um, and really went a little deeper with um, somebody that I did a, uh, like, I don't know, it was probably like a two month coaching stint with um, the spiritual coach, Sophia Lightjewel. <laughs> um, that was one of her big messages also um, is what is the energy of it? How do you want to feel? And tapping into that, you know, as we know, and we talk about it all the time, um, what's the vibration? What is the frequency? Mm -hmm. And are you really vibing at that frequency? You know? Right. And um, so, yeah. Um, thank you for really emphasizing that because 
Also, I didn't know that I was ever going to have a space again. Right. And I don't even right. know how long I will have this space to, you know, for, Yeah, but I'm happy to have it right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's a big part of your journey at the moment. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But also musically for you, you've shifted yeah. quite a bit since I ended season two until right now. So I why really don't you have. catch us up about some of those developments because it's pretty epic. Actually. Yeah, I def I will. And and I I brought up that whole like how do you want to feel thing from last week because it was it had such a profound it hit me so profoundly when you said that because mm -hmm. I have been making a lot of big decisions and they just like you said they feel right, but I've been wanting to get a little more concrete about why do they feel right? What makes these feel right so that I know that feeling so that I can identify some components of it, if you will. So that mm. when I go forward and I'm really at a crossroads again, I'll have another tool in my toolbox to pull out, right? And and hold up and say, hey, remember last time and you felt X, Y, and Z, where are you feeling X, Y, and Z? And that can help you lean toward um, a decision. So I, I have made a lot of decisions over the last couple of months. And that's when I was saying I was working on the embodiment stuff. A lot of it came from that. And it you know, my therapist says to me often, she'll say, you know, hold up the two choices that you have. And she's always trying to crack me out of, it's not just two choices. There are always more choices, but you often can't see them. But if you just want to start with the two that you can see, where do you feel peaceful? When you sit in this decision, does it feel peaceful in your body? If you sit in this decision, does it feel peaceful? And her whole point to me was like, you'll know when you found the right one, when you find peace. Like that's, then you move toward that. That's and a good so, little nugget. It really is. And honestly, like I, I bring it up because I have been so completely conflicted. And I think this is where the rubber hits the road for so many people. Decisions that are easy uh, don't come that often on this path. They just don't. I, I don't, I really, it's, I think that's one of the more surprising things for me mm -hmm. on this whether you want to call it a spiritual journey or whatever you want to call it. I guess I just thought there would come a point where you're so embodied or you have so much wisdom or you're so <laughs> in the flow that it just got easier. Right. And that decisions just became super easy. I haven't hit that. <laughs> I haven't hit that point yet, though. I do feel more Zen, even in the conflict of things. Mm -hmm. um, so at the end of last year, at the end of 2023, I was feeling really conflicted around my music very specifically. Uh, I've been wanting to do more solo things. I have very supportive bandmates that I don't want to let down in obligations and in and projects and ideas and shows that we do together and the way that we perform music in the world. I don't want to mm -hmm. let them down. Um, but I really have been feeling pulled to do something else and the what else hasn't been super defined, which also makes it hard to move toward. Yep. But but really over break, um, what I call break the, the week between Christmas and New Year's when everything tends to slow down. You know, I, I had some time to really be quiet and really sit with that exercise of where do I feel peace in my body, in my world, in my life. And mm -hmm. I decided that, you know, I had already taken a hiatus from my band with the idea that I would continue on with certain projects this year with them. 
And in that week, I decided that the hiatus was going to be more permanent and I wasn't going to go forward with some of the projects that we had planned that mean a lot to me. That's the other thing. Those projects mean a lot to me. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, they weren't sitting with peace. They just weren't. Via, uh, in contrast to at the end of last year, when you and I, Tammy, just like brainstormed something at my kitchen table. I just hit my microphone. Sorry, everyone. Um, something at my kitchen table, mm-hmm. like out of the blue, just kind of brainstormed something. By that night, you had it written up. I shouldn't even be vague because it's it's going to be out in the world by the time this. Yeah, we're launching hits. it. You can talk about. We're it. launching it. So we we are doing these um, a series of invocation and guided meditations that are set over music, and it honestly came like you said from just it was just flow. It was peace. You and I were just having fun and playing and just mm-hmm. thinking about things. And, you, you know, you had kind of pulled something up and you were like, oh, what about something in the style of what these people do? And I was like, oh, but, or we could do this. And we just kept building off of each other's ideas. And by that night, Tammy had sent me, for everyone listening, Tammy had sent me some of the words for this. I, I sat down, mm-hmm. pulled out my guitar and just created the, I mean, the I didn't create it. I swear to you, that melody just Same. came. I mean, and that's the, so these are, for those listening, um, they're spoken word and music combined, right? Mm-hmm. So um, like a full original collaboration. And it was so beautiful because it's not as if we said, okay, you do this and I'll do that. <laughs> and we'll see what we what we've got. We had a conversation. You literally, I think, did give me the assignment of, you know what, you should write your spoken word because like in covers, right? Like when you go out and you play in a cover band, you have a set list and, you know, it might have the Rolling Stones on it and it might have um, Bonnie Raitt, (laughs) right? (laughs) And so the conversation kind of started like, you know, we've been sharing um, different playlists and music for our events anyway, that are in more of this kind of soulful space. Artistically, I love spoken word and music combined. Um, And so it was like, like you said, like, oh, you know, Maggie Clifford does this great, like Earth My Body. And this other one does, you know, it's great spoken piece about she knows me. And, you know, so mm-hmm. as if we were talking about pop songs, right? But these are just kind of like spiritual journeys. And you, I'll never forget how you looked at me and you said, no, 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 no. We're not doing covers. You're going to yeah. write something and I'm going to put music to it. That's what we're going to do. And I'm like, oh, we are? Okay. <laughs> I think what I said was like, you know that we can do this. I, I think that's kind of whatever it was. Like, but also like you like, know we can do this. Like you yeah. can do this. I can do this. We can do this. We can do this. But I'm thinking like, yeah, maybe like, I don't know, six months from now, a year from now, or at some point in mm-hmm. the far, far distance. 
And then later, the record, I thought the same thing. I thought the right? same thing. I was like, what? One day we'll do it. One day. Yeah, someday. No, just put it day. on that to-do list, right? <laughs> um, and that night, or literally a couple hours after we met and I was home and, um, you know, I have a little office creative space and I went and I sat in there to do my afternoon meditation and it was like, hold on a second, what just happened? And I sat down and I wrote a little something, something, and I texted it to you. And that feeling right there, right, of just whatever it is that you want to write, create, do, say, um, and then you actually send it out for somebody to look at. <laughs> oh, that's scary. That's so scary. That's scary yeah. stuff right and 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 how scary is it even for us right we're friends like we talk about a lot of stuff and we like a lot of stuff a lot and, of stuff. It and is you still... are so supportive and like i love you to death and i know that i could just trust you beyond trusting you right and it's still scary and it's still scary yeah because also it's like you're a songwriter you've written things you've <laughs> you've you one day, you know, come up with a song and the next day you're recording it and then you're performing it. And you know what I mean? So it's like for me yeah. to then, you know, like send you something. I'm like, wonder if this is going to be on Becky's level, like standard, you know what I mean? Like, or is she going to say nice shitty first draft, Tam? <laughs> Keep working. Keep working. <laughs> That's or what I, I like never this word. That. I like this word, but take these 10 out or, you know, you right, just, right. You just don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. Um, and I just remember like, you know, then I just went downstairs and, you know, started making dinner for the family and I don't know when it was, but, you know, checked my phone and what did you do? Tell our dear listeners what you did. <laughs> well, I took Tammy's words. I sat down with my guitar and I want to say it was in one or two passes. I recorded something and I sent it back. And I think even at the end of the recording, I said, I don't know, that might be a good first, like a first, first, first good go, you know, like, I don't know, we'll see. Um, and that's, it was it. It was the take. I mean, it was it. It was it. it was and I just take. remember hearing that and hearing because you, you wrote music, but then you also used the spoken word to say like, this is how I'm thinking about this part or whatever. And then you were speaking right. the words that I had just written and you had put them to music and yes. even just talking about it right now, the sensation, right? So talk about the feeling in the body. Yes. Right? So like right now, like my hairs are up on my arms. Yes. I've got goosebumps on my legs. My heart is fluttering a little bit because I remember that sensation of, Oh my God, like this is amazing. What, we did for each other and with mm -hmm. each other and mm -hmm. um and the the opportunity to then say hey let's share this with the world right mm -hmm. um that whole process when you talk about alignment and flow and feelings in the body that was it and like just yeah. even telling the story right now it's like wow it just takes me back to that moment of like which is what most people i think practically everyone, um, we just want to be seen and heard and felt and 
mm-hmm. and loved. And, and so, and, and that was that moment. And actually, like, if we had said, this is great, we're not really going to do anything with it. This is just for us. That would have been fine too, right? Yeah, that would have been enough. Yep. That would have been enough. But then there two more came out of that. <laughs> but that's not what <laughs> happened. <laughs> and there was two. And then there was three. And it was like, this is so yeah. fun, right? And yeah. it reminds me of um, a lot of something that I've been hearing and focusing on too is just go back. So when you were three, four, five years old, who were you? What were you doing? What were your Mm -hmm. memories? Like somebody just said, I don't even know what I was watching, but they said, um, you know, when you go back to that moment of like being four and what, what, how did you play? What did you do? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember in my very chaotic little world, you know, trying to make people laugh through reenacting things that I saw on like the Carol Burnett show, for example, Mm -hmm. right? Like I loved putting on shows or I remember sitting down. I, this was a little older because I could write in a notebook, writing something about wishes and, and wishing that I had a wishbone and what I would wish on this wishbone right? Oh my gosh. That's so good. And it's just like this whole remembering and getting back to that's who we were before our whole Mm -hmm. life experience knocked us around. Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes Mm -hmm. in this moment of the woo woo and the normalizing our experiences with spirit or our soul's whispers is actually making space for that little person. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and absolutely. so all of this is to say that that's what that process was. I felt like we were both five years old. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Becky, look what I made. And you're like, well, Tammy, that's great. Here, I'm going to add this to it. And mm-hmm. and then we created this thing. Um, but that's what that process, just kind of reflecting back on it, felt like for, for me and speaking yeah. about it now. It's just like, you know, when you just had so much fun with a friend. Yeah. This is so good and so helpful for me because again, going back to the whole, like I'm really trying to pay attention to the embodied feeling of things. So I'm so glad that you just did that. When we first started talking about that, you were like, talk about embodied. I have chills. I have, you know, I do have signals and I just caught a couple of them as you were talking about it. Well, what were they? So, so my signals when, and I remember this happening as we were working on this and this, um, I get my, my arms, my forearms and my hands get tingly like inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I will get goosebumps. That definitely happens. But like I get kind of tingly in my forearms and my hands and then um, kind of down in my like sacral chakra, which is our mm-hmm. creative powerhouse energy yes, chakra. It um, it's also the, our erotic chakra for, you know, like to be (laughs) taboo or whatever, but it is, it's our sexual chakra, but Mm -hmm. it is the chakra where our life force energy sits. It's where Eros lives. And Eros Mm -hmm. is about way more than just sexual pleasure. It is about life force energy. And I feel it there. I really do. And it can feel like arousal, you know, but it's energetic arousal. It's energetic arousal. That's telling me you are on to something here, sister. Like you are on to something that is setting your soul on fire. This is what it's supposed to be. It's almost like it 
it's generating down there and then it's able to come up and out. It has enough life force energy for me to bring it into the world because mm. it does take a lot of heat and energy to get past what's Tammy going to think about this melody when I send it back? Is she going to think I butchered her words? Is like, like all the things that we worry about mm -hmm. when we start to embody and really put into the world what we're here to put into the world. Yeah. Like for me, I feel like that's the that's the embodied feeling that gives me the the oomph to like do it and to go out there and 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 put it out there. So it was that well, was that's such a good an one, Becky Davis. That's a good I one. Thank you. I feel like I've been doing my homework around embodiment. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. I know I'm happy about that. Um but it's it's been helpful honestly. So like making those decisions about um really separating off and kind of going a solo route in 2024 more mm -hmm. permanently than I thought I was going to and more completely than I thought I was going to. Um, and solo meaning that I, I'll do, you know, collaborations with other people, not just exclusively my bandmates. Um, but well, having that experience thing. with you really, yeah. it helped me get there, right? Because it's like, mm -hmm. it, it, it flowed. I mean, we created that, then we performed it. People had a very positive reaction to it. I think the next morning I texted you and I was like, Tammy, what do you think about going into a studio and recording this? And here's a list of like 20 other topics that we, that we could do these on. What do you think? Mm. Um, and before the end of December, I mean, this all happened in November. And by the, before the end of last year, we had already been in the studio and we recorded three of them. The first one, which is available on our website, woowintherealworld.com. It's available on our website, free for download. It's the Invocation mm -hmm. of Joy, our first yep. one. And um, the one that really, I think, encapsulates what we're all about here on the show. And yeah. um, so that's free on the website. And then we're going to continue to release more on the new moons this year uh, to really help people in their journeys and they can put them in their toolboxes. And it it was such a late, it was such a, I don't, I, it's almost like it was just a, coming up of, of love and just our, our entire soul being just kind of came into these and spilled out. I think it's, to me, they're super incredible. I hope people find them helpful in their journey. I totally agree. There's something healing about each one of them. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, joy is on the website. There's a little sample of it. Um, mm -hmm. and so the way they each work, um, is there's an invocation, which is the spoken word with, uh, you know, obviously some music as well. And then it goes into um, a guided meditation that's also supported with Becky's beautiful music. Um, but it's so true, uh, you know, getting back to, I guess, the embodiment thing. There will be, you know, moments of blocks or mm -hmm. challenges or you know the energy was flowing one day and it might not be flowing the next right and what I love about this journey is that getting still and just mm -hmm. you know the meditation and the breath work is really really key is to creating yeah you know, like you were describing before how you would look at a situation and, you know, where's the peace, right? 
and you can't really get there unless you you get still and you tap into your heart and you know so I hope that these invocations and meditations that we will be releasing will help people get to that point too right maybe it's just listen to this and that will be the thing that gets your flow going your your flow state or um you know alignment in your own life or maybe just a way to look at something a little bit more objectively uh to know mm. what is that thing that's actually for your highest good right because right. by by you stepping into your power and your highest good that's actually what the world needs that's what your family needs that's what your community needs that's what the world needs it needs people aligning with their own heart and soul um and so that's when when we're talking about these things which right now sound very abstract i think that's one of the things that i love about these three invocations and meditations that we're releasing is that to me they feel really tangible for people right yeah and it's also something that came out of not only our collaborations but each of our healing journeys Right. Mm -hmm. And so like that's infused in there, too. Like I don't I could not have written just as a little teaser um, a meditation about my inner child if I didn't do the work to actually heal my inner child. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there might be stuff that I still bump up against. But knowing that I have this inner child meditation, it's very comforting. There's something about it that's just super soothing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I also love the way that what makes these unique, I think, is that they are two parts. So Mm -hmm. there's the invocation, which is a calling in. So it's a setting the table to call something in. We're calling in joy. We're calling in our inner child. It's an almost like setting that intention, right? Totally. So it's a real calling in. And if all you have time for that day is to just listen to that while you're out on a walk, you know, that might be just the thing to help you spark a little more joy that day or to mm-hmm. grab your inner child's hand and go have a fun play date or to bring some fun or some levity to a situation that might be challenging for you in that moment. But I love then if you have the time to then you have a meditation. So like once you set that stage, there is a meditation that can help you go a little bit deeper with that mm-hmm. particular topic. Um, yeah, they've been so moving. And I, I think you're right, Tammy. I don't think that we could have created them um, without having gone through our own process with each of them. And our relationship with them is very much reflected in the melody, in the words, in the whole entire feeling of of both of, of all of them. So. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait for really exciting. Yeah, it is. That's exciting. So that's, that's been a huge, you know, that's been a huge shift because when we finished the last season, that was not on our radar. (laughs) That That was not on our radar, Um, which is why, you know, being open, I think is really key. It's really key that even though, you know, we talk about uh, like doing the work, right. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And working on your own healing or your own journey or your own growth, all of Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, can be serious work, 
but mm-hmm. staying open to it and finding the joy and cultivating the joy is also a really big component of it. Right. And not yeah. just always kind of walking around and sort of the muddy waters of healing, but how, how we then go on through that, through our day, right. Or yes. through our lives or, um, and you know, I know that there's, there's a lot of cool conversations to be had around that aspect as well. This cultivating, mm-hmm. this bringing balance, this, you know, um, there's always going to be something going on externally in our lives and in our world. But the more we do the inner work and just kind of get to the stillness and go inward, that's really where all this other stuff that's going on outside isn't really going to impact your nervous system as much as it is. It probably is right now. Right. Mm-hmm. That's totally fair. Yes, absolutely. But that's kind of like what I was saying earlier about, even though I was so conflicted at the end of last year, heavily conflicted, I still had a base level stillness. Mm -hmm. And that was unusual for me to have that Mm -hmm. much undecided real. And I had some other things come up at the end of last year that really threw my world into kind of an orb or through my orbit, you know, out of orbit. But, um, yeah, I still had like this weird, not weird. I, you know, we keep saying it's not weird. (laughs) <laughs> but I had this level of stillness, this baseline mm-hmm. calm that I could touch back into. And I, I do credit that to my daily meditation practice and totally getting perspective and, um, you know, realizing that, yep, we can hold two things at the same time. We can be peaceful and we can have conflict. That's right. And we can continue to lean on that peace to help us through that conflict and to figure out where it is that we need to land where we need to land. Mm. Um, and I feel like more solid about that this year than I have in a really long time. And I have been That's making so some... juicy. I just want to say what you just said is so juicy. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you so juicy. It. No, I think everybody's going to like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's real for me. It's real. It's real. I mean, I I've, I've been navigating hard choices for about the last five years mm-hmm. and every year I feel better. And every year it feels a little more grounded and I feel a little happier and but there's something different about this year where I feel really peaceful and okay that I have a general idea of what I'm going to be doing this year. And I have a somewhat idea of, I don't know, there's going to be a lot that's going to come up that I don't know that, that mm-hmm. you know, that I'm going to be open to the possibility of, of what's yeah. coming. So I'm, I'm happy. About- I am so excited for you. Right. Thank you. Because also just getting back to the energy of the year. Um, so for numerology's sake, so 2023 was a seven year and it was all about introspection, introspection and really getting to the heart of who we are and what makes mm. us tick and what we want to do. And now eight, which is 2024 and the energy of this year is all about making it happen and taking action and being so aligned in who we are authentically and what we need to do in order to fulfill our life's purpose. Right. Mm. And so that's just so cool knowing that at the top of the year, that it's okay that you actually are going to have like a lot of cosmic energetic support out there to propel you to where you need to be, right? It's not going to 
it's not going to feel like you're fighting against the tide. The tide is actually going to be getting you to where you need to go, which I, that's something that, you know, I've been reflecting on and leaning into a bit more and um, just saying, you know, if something doesn't work out, it's not supposed to, and I'm not going to sweat about it. And the things that are working out or do feel like they have the flow, that's where I'm going to invest my energy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that always doesn't align for the other people that are really sucking your energy. <laughs> right. It it usually does not. Right. <laughs> and, that, and then that's that, what throws us in conflict. Right. And also, but again, not to just keep beating the horn of a meditation practice, but, um, you know, there was a funny meme on uh, Instagram. I don't know, maybe it was yesterday. It could have been this morning. It's all a blur. But it was like, I just don't have the time was like the meme, mm, right? Mm-hmm, like the headline mm-hmm. or whatever. And then it was like that person's screen time was like 11 hours and 46 seconds. And right. right it's like, right. we all have time to just scroll uh-huh. away on the bloody phone. But, you know, five minutes less of scrolling to sit down and just do five minutes of deep breathing. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. could be such a game changer for some people, right? It's yeah. actually a game changer and a good reminder for me as well. Yeah. And it's, I, it's so funny. You said that I literally caught myself. If it wasn't yesterday, it was the day before doing exactly that. I have a well, list it was snowing, right? Right. Exactly. But I have like a list of, yeah. of creative projects that I'm trying to get to, you know, I'm, yeah. my, my goal this year is to, to record and release a lot of singles, um, under my own name and everything. And then Which I also we're very excited a- about, I can't wait for that. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah, shift again. The sun is chasing you. Note to self. I may not be <gasps> zooming from this room again, unless I get some shades. But... Okay. Uh, it's a beautiful room. I love that room. It's good. Um, it's a good vibe. But... Yeah. But I, you know, um, it's like, I yeah. got my music website set up, uh, which I am going to shamelessly plug. It's Becky, Do it. Becky Davis musing, uh-huh. Becky Davis, Becky with an I, Becky Davis musing.com. Mm-hmm. And I put a blog on there and I've been wanting, I've been wanting to write more and blog more, um, mostly to do what we've talked about, like just to share stories, to share yeah. resources. Um, I've been trying to pull together like a little resource thing to share with people. So it's like all these different things I've been wanting to get to. And then I catch myself like on Saturday or Sunday, like scrolling and being like, man, I need more time to get to blah, blah, blah. And I'm literally saying that to myself as I'm scrolling and I had to stop. And I was like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. I have to do that to myself all the time. Go work on the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All the time. Because yeah. it's just so easy. It's just right there. It's right in your hand, yeah. right in your lap. <laughs> right. And re- resistance is real. The, the artist, there's a, There are so many books written about resistance to actually doing your art. That's a whole nother show topic, but um, it is it's fascinating. So mm-hmm. Yeah, so very true. But it feels good. I feel like 2024, coming into 2024, I feel more embodied than I have. Yep. Um, I feel more purposeful about what I'm doing. Um, it feels really nice. It feels really good. I hope everybody out there is, is feeling that I do hope that it's the energy of the year and that more people are feeling that and can really Mm -hmm. step into their flow because it's, um, it's needed. We need it. We need to need it. And that's also why I'm so excited about this podcast and that we're doing it Yeah, because I really do feel like 
more personal stories and personal experiences just have to get out there, right? Yep. I mean, so many people, it's just so easy to feel isolated and alone and like you're the only one going through whatever it is you might be going through. Um, and that's 1000% not the case. But again, it's, it's, you know, like we were just talking about, it's much easier to just scroll. So if you're going to scroll, I hope that the next person finds our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and says, this is a podcast I think I might want to listen to. It's a sign. Um, if you found us through scrolling, you have to DM us and tell us. Totally. How fun would that be? <laughs> All right. So we are going to bring it home right now, I guess. All I mean, right. I could literally sit here and talk to you for hours. You know, always. That. I see you have your deck out, which <laughs> I'm always like, Whoops. but I'm just like, I feel, you know, we should probably wrap up this episode and then we've yes, got indeed. all kinds of guests we're interviewing tomorrow and then days yes. to come. And um, so I'm so excited to share that with everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Thought, and again, Again, just to, to plug again for everybody to go check out our website, woowoointherealworld.com. Yes, it's brand new. Brand new. It's got that invocation of joy on there that you can download for free. We hope that you will and that you'll take advantage because of it. Because we quite literally want to spread joy in the world. So this yes. is for free for you to download and experience and cultivate more joy in your life. Exactly. So download it. It's an MP3. You can throw it <gasps> in a Dropbox and a Google Drive. Did one fly out? It sure did. Of course it did. A card always flies out when we're doing this. I can't wait this to see what I'm going to say. No, not again. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh my God. There are our listening. I mean, come on. This is how, wait, I'm pretty sure that this, that was the start of season two. That was, that was the kickoff episode for season two. Yes. So the card is oh. back. This is the card that flew out of the deck as we were talking and I was shuffling and I picked it up and it is the dreamer. The same Archangel card Met that did that. Archangel Metatron, which by the way, this is an Archangel Metatron uh, necklace that I wear. Um, so that's just wild that he was just like, okay, ladies, We're, I'm not done with you yet. A new start, trust yourself, push your fears aside and take a leap of faith. That is the message that we're bringing into 2024. That is the message that we're bringing into season three of woo woo in the real world. And I'm going to add that. Not only will we be dreaming, but I think that we all should just dream big. As big as we can. I do. I do. I think that is the perfect um, way to wrap up this episode. I just, I, I can't believe that. Speechless. <laughs> I am so speechless because, you know, we don't always Zoom either. Uh-uh. And, and we, were got forced, we got forced into I, Zoom. And I set up, you know, in this little spot in my house and I was like, well, the only thing I'm going to bring with me are my angel cards. And if I feel, if I feel it, I'm going to just pull a card and, um, and that card flew out and that's the card we got in season two. And we, 
we definitely were very mindful about that message, I feel like. Mm -hmm, and it got mm -hmm. us to to where we were when we uh, ended season two. And I, I believe the message from the archangels and the universe is telling us, you got it, girls. Just keep dreaming. This That's is what right. we're talking about. That's right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Confirmation. Ding, ding, ding. Mm -hmm. Ding, ding, ding. You got it, ladies. Keep going. So we're right, going to keep everybody. dreaming and we're going to keep collaborating. And we want all of you guys to keep listening and share your feedback. And if you're in our community, we would love to see you at any and all events um, that we're planning and dreaming up. So <laughs> we'll see you we'll next see you time. Around. We'll mm -hmm. see, we're going to go. We're going to go dive into the real world. All right. Thanks all for right. listening. Bye.